0: And day three thirty-two, when your president promised he wouldn't abandon Americans in Afghanistan, this—how depressing, sad, embarrassing, humiliating, awful—is all of this. And nobody cares. They've all turned the page. Anyway, thanks for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 941 Sean, if you want to be a part of this extravaganza, you know it's—it's uh, it's an amazing. These are amazing times we're living with, living in here. We have in this country an unholy alliance between the media mob, and I call them a mob for a reason, because it's all groupthink. It's a, it's it's they all repeat each other. They all have the same political bent. You know, very few exceptions. You know, they they all went along with the lie, the hoax, the conspiracy theory. Donald Trump, Russia collusion in 2016. And it all turns out that the only collusion, the only Russian disinformation in 2016 came from Hillary Clinton's dirty Russian disinformation dossier that she paid for that was then later used to spy on an innocent American that actually was an American patriot that served the CIA, Carter Page, And to backdoor and backchannel their way to spy on Donald Trump. And even when they knew beyond any doubt, because it says on top of a a FISA application that that they have affirmed everything to be true and accurate to the best of their ability, even when they were told otherwise, they still used it on three other occasions. This went on for a year. And nobody seems, oops, sorry, no apologies, no retractions, no corrections, nothing. They just move on to the next set of lies. You know, we were told that the quid and the pro and the quo of Donald Trump's, as he calls it, perfect phone call with Zelensky of Ukraine, where he said, well, I hope you're not, if I, we give you this money, we hope you're not going to be like people before you. There's There's 50 people on this phone call. You know, and miss or uh, misallocate the funds that we're sending your country and getting assurances that the American taxpayer dollars that the president's going to send them won't be misappropriated. And by the way, it turns out that the governments of Ukraine prior to Zelensky, yeah, they weren't that trustworthy, honest, truthful. There was corruption. Corruption abounds, as we know. You know, when we came, you remember the impeachment over the quid and the pro and the quo? They they're all outraged over a quid pro quo, and we have a a hearsay uh, a witness in the case that blows the case wide open, leading to the impeachment of Donald Trump. And here we have videotape of a real quid pro quo in Ukraine, and that's Joe Biden saying that he's bragging about leveraging one billion taxpayer dollars. You're not getting the billion. Unless you fire a prosecutor who turns out was investigating his son, Hunter, zero with zero experience who's being paid millions by Burisma Holdings, that this prosecutor was also investigating along with Hunter Biden. And, you know, sure enough, you know, you got six hours and you know what? Then they gave him the money. They, they fired the prosecutor rather. And is that a quid pro quo? using taxpayer dollars you know it, it's it's you know russian misinformation uh hunter biden's laptops in the final weeks leading up to the 2020 election information that could dramatically change people's vote at the end of it as a matter of fact there are polls showing that people would have changed their votes and then with one voice democrats the media mob uh um, people 50 people in the intel community all say oh no, no no that looks like that's russian disinformation Turns out all of it's true. And this happens again and again and again. Now, we're consistent on this program. We condemn the riots in the summer of twenty twenty. Keep reminding you, I I don't know why we don't have a committee investigating what they could do better to prevent thousands of cops from being injured, dozens of Americans from being killed, billions of dollars in property damage. There's no committee investigating those riots. We condemned in real time right here on this radio program. And that night on my TV show, what happened on January 6th? We can't have people, you know, destroying institutions and, and threatening lawmakers, elected officials in this country. Can't have it. I believe in law and order. I believe everyone should be safe and secure. I also believe in the right to peacefully protest. And now we've gotten this whole January 6th committee and you look at the committee, they have no interest in finding the truth. None whatsoever. It's actually it's so sad. And yesterday they thought they had the bombshell of all bombshells, the mother of all bombshells. As they they bring in this this witness, Cassidy Hutchinson. Another, it turns out, hearsay witness. By the way, the, the picture of her and Liz Cheney hugging was was quite touching. A person Uh, who, by the way, I've now been able to find out more, apparently worked for Donald Trump after Donald Trump left office uh, and worked from, I believe, January 21st through April 1st while in Washington, D.C. She requested to work for Donald Trump. And then I think other people apparently were telling the president that uh, she was leaking things, blah, blah, blah. And and after that, I don't know what happened. But that for that period of time, I've been able to confirm with two separate people that she worked for Donald Trump. That didn't come out in the hearings yesterday. So we have this whole January 6th hearing, and it's what they are selectively editing. This is all a predetermined narrative, and every single pe- person on that committee already voted to impeach Donald Trump over this in the post-presidency uh, impeachment trial that took place you know it's it's pretty unbelievable today so you get rumors you get hearsay there's a reason why hearsay is not allowed in a real court of law why do you think jim jordan and jim banks were thrown off this committee and replaced by two republicans that just hate donald trump they're allowed to hate donald trump i don't have a problem if they hate donald trump that's their prerogative that's they can do whatever they want But all of these people obsessed with January 6th, but they have no interest in conducting any real security assessment. Like they had no interest in in investigating what happened in the summer of 2020, because Democrats at that time fell into one of three categories. They were totally silent because they didn't want to alienate their base leading into an election year in 2020, a presidential election year. So they just just shied away. They never talked about it. Then you had the Democrats that just outright lied to us, like the media mob, and told us these are mostly peaceful protests. The media mob would go on TV and they'd have their reporters. They have flames and buildings ablaze behind them. Tonight's protests are mostly peaceful. Okay, billions in property damage, dozens of dead Americans, and oh, thousands of injured cops. Okay. Nobody wants to investigate that insurrection, those riots, if you will. Now, it gets even more interesting as we have. Now, we've pointed out on this program if this committee was serious, you would have people on both sides of the aisle bringing up every point imaginable with the ultimate goal to getting the truth how this happened, what the mistakes are that were made in the lead up to January 6th, what intelligence they had. We now know they had a lot of intelligence uh, about the threat of potential violence that day. And But then they're, they're not going to bring in the people that will answer those questions. There was on January 4th, I keep reminding you, there were five people in the Oval Office. There was President Trump. There was his chief of staff, Mark Meadows. There was Chris Miller, the secretary of defense at the time. There was Kash Patel, who was the chief of staff for the secretary of defense. And there was the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, uh, Millie, uh, General Milley, was there. Now, four of the five people I have on tape, and I've been playing it again and again, I won't play it now, all, Donald Trump, Mark Meadows, Kash Patel, Chris uh, Miller, all saying to us, yes, at that meeting, two days before January 6th, Donald Trump authorized up to 20,000 troops or whatever is needed to secure the Capitol. That's required by law. Now, for a guy that wants to cause an insurrection why would that man authorize 20,000 troops or if he was leading the insurrection or all these other charges don't you think that'd be pertinent information but if you have a bias committee that has a predetermined outcome they don't want to go down that road you know they're showing all these clips of Donald Trump that day they don't show the one that says many of you will now peacefully and patriotically march to the White House so that your voices may be heard didn't say so you can run in the Capitol and start chasing, running up and down the halls, you know, threatening politicians. You know, so anyway, so less than 12 hours. So yesterday, this is the biggest bombshell ever. Well, less than 12 hours after their bombshell, that with, with their last-minute hearsay witness, Cassidy Hutchinson, you know, claiming that Donald Trump physically assaulted the Secret Service detail, saying he wanted to go to the Capitol and tried to grab the steering wheel you know it was deemed so important that Liz Cheney called for a previously unscheduled session because of new information that became available turns out they had interviewed the per, the girl four times prior but the revelation this is the most important witness um, it turns out that NBC ABC Fox News and many other outlets are now telling us that Miss Hutchinson detailed conversation that she had with Tony Ornato, the White House Deputy Chief of Staff for Operations, and Bobby Engel, who headed Trump's security detail at the White House after President Trump's speech, in which he told the rioters, you know, that should march peacefully and patriotically. She said, I looked at Tony and he said, Did you effing hear what happened in the Beast? The Beast is, well, by the way, it has a big security barrier from where the president sits in the back and the driver up in front. But anyway, uh, and and Hutchinson recalled using the nickname for the presidential vehicle. I said, "No, Tony, I just got back. What happened?" When Bobby had relayed to him, "We're not going to the Capitol. You don't have the assets to do it. It's not secure. We're going back to the West Wing." The president had a very strong, angry response. And Hutchinson said said that Ornato described Trump as being irate. And then Trump said something to the effect, "Is I'm the blanking president. Take me to the Capitol now." Then the president quote reached up towards the vehicle of the front to grab the steering wheel. And Mr. Engel grabbed his arm and said, sir, you need to take your hand off the steering wheel. We're going back to the West Wing. We're not going back to the Capitol. And then Hutchinson added, Trump then used his free hand to lunge towards Bobby Angle." And when Mr. Ornato had recounted the story to me, he had motioned towards his collarbone. Liz Cheney then asked Hutchinson if Angle disagreed with any part of the story that Ornato relayed. Hutchinson said he did not. Source close to Ornato told NBC News that Trump's former deputy chief of staff for operations first heard the account involving the steering wheel during Hutchinson's testimony and that Ornato is willing to testify under oath that it is completely not true. Bobby Angle is also prepared to testify under oath. ABC, NBC, you know, Fox, everybody reporting, the UK Daily Mail, is prepared to testify under oath to the committee that this testimony is incorrect. And there's another bombshell that we found today that is blown up in smoke. You know, Secret Service now claims Liz Cheney, the committee, never checked with him on this claim. So she's not even a witness to this. And the people and the person she says told him uh, says, no, I'll testify that that's not the case. Secret Service agent will testify that's not the case. Just like the witnesses that were there when Trump authorized the National Guard, they're not being called in. Then Nancy Pelosi and Muriel Bowser had the option to call up the Guard. They didn't bring them in. They didn't bring the sergeant-at-arms in. The Capitol Police chief that requested National Guard troops himself again and again and again and again, they've not been brought in because it doesn't fit their predetermined outcome and narrative. This this, This is beyond anything I've ever seen in my life. The corruption stinks to high heaven.